Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a walk in the park podcast. (laughs) This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo. pals hey it's the end of january all right well let's do our life roundup and i'd like to start with umb because since the last podcast gosh was it since the last podcast you have new glasses yes and you went back to school in person yep yes so give, give our listeners just a, a little bit of a, you know, update on how all that is going. Uh, school's going good. Okay. I see my friends. And then I got my glasses this past week. Yes. And do you feel you're seeing better? Yes. All right. I like to hear that because I guess we did tell... Our listeners in the last episode, I forgot, we did an update to MB's Corner the day that you got, ordered them, not the day that you got them, the day that we ordered them. Yes. Yeah. All right. I ask a question, though, about the glasses. Um, did now, when you got your eyes checked, did, you, did they have a significant difference in your eyesight, or was it kind of the same? I for- remember. So... They said um, that his astigmatism got a little worse and his nearsightedness got a little worse. So their technical scientific language was a little worse. Right. Yeah. But we I didn't. Think that's what mine was. <laughs> well, okay. So Marissa, maybe since you wear glasses, you can tell me because we did have them print out Michael's prescription and it's just a bunch of numbers. It's like plus this, plus right. that. So. It would have been interesting if they could have printed his current prescription versus his new one. But I saw, MB, yours, one of your things, and I don't know if this was overall, said like plus 5.25. Does that sound at all relevant, Marissa? Have you ever heard of such a thing? <laughs> yeah, because that's almost like what mine was. That, that's kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, well, so then, my, well, I was going to say my eyes must be pretty good because my prescription is plus 0.8, so it's not even a one, and the eye doctor, who was super nice, um, she basically was like, yeah, I have a prescription in here for you, but yeah, I remember. you don't really need it. What? I remember. You remember? That's right, I know. <laughs> I was I was just pleased that my eyes were about what I thought. She said um, the funniest thing. So she explained this. Uh, I call it the focusing issue, right? Because what I would what I've noticed is it takes my eyes longer to focus. Okay. And she's like, think about it. Like 
everybody's born with 10 to $12 worth of quarters in the bank. And every year or so you lose a quarter. Eventually your balance is zero and then you go into a deficit and then you need to put back in. And she's like, your glasses are putting back in. Oh, okay. I'm about, you know, I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm about three cents in debt in my eye. <laughs> my eye bank or something. I don't know what point. So point let is. me ask you this. Do you, you generally don't wear glasses, do you? I've never worn glasses in my oh, entire life. That's what life. I thought. Okay. Yeah. So you don't, and you are not even wearing like readers. No, but that is what I wanted to um, see actually, because again, my brain sometimes is so basic. It's like more must be better. So I got these readers that were plus four and then I looked like, I don't even know, you know, the, the, no, the book is like touching the end of my nose for it to be clear. <laughs> and now I realized uh, what the eye doctor told me was, you know, my reader should be like a plus one. Cause gotcha. that's, that's the, that's the least magnification, I guess they sell, but and that made sense because mine's a plus 0.8. So a plus one would be all that I would need to make up my deficit. Right. So okay. I thought, that's, I thought that was all very- That's insignificant. Mine, I was happy to find out, didn't really change much at all. Um, so, but I still, I'm still getting a new pair of glasses uh, because I currently hate my current, my, my glasses that- The I ones we see on your face right now? Oh, these are, these are readers. Oh, okay. I have my contacts and um, yeah, so I just got, I'm going to go get new glasses because I don't like plastic glasses. If they, they tend to warp and fall off my face. So my other glasses, I need to get changed. Um, but okay. I, I mean, that's, that's fine. Well, I have an older pair of glasses. I'm just going to get redone and I'll use those. That's not a big deal. I have another thing for, for my for my life corner. Oh yes, what? I got a, I got a dog named Fireball for those ones. Oh right, that's huge, that's huge. I know, all right, tell everybody about Fireball and what you remember of the story of how Fireball became a Baxter. And my mom went on the Devon's Facebook page and found mm -hmm. a picture of her. Yep, mm -hmm. that is true. Facebook creating family and furry friend ties. Um, I remember your mom said, um, so the fireball belonged to a friend of Devin's, a couple, and the couple was splitting up and neither one of them could take fireball into their new living situation. And so fireball needed a new home and your family rescued her, him? Her. Her. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but check it out. This is the cool thing. It was an, un I think it's an unexpected cool side note that the dog kind of looks like their current dog. So they almost, they almost look like they were from the same litter. I mean, they just have, they have the same shading, the same body type. They almost look like they're the, not the same dog, but they're similar. Right. Well, MB, they're, Charlie and Fireball are the same breed of dog, right? Yeah. I think, yeah. And how old is Charlie now? Do you remember? Seven, Seven. Right? Oh, okay. And Fireball is six, your mom said. So they're about the same age. Yeah. Now, are you ever going to be out there walking Charlie and Fireball in the, on their leashes? One in each hand? I walked, I walked Fireball last night and my dad had Charlie. Oh, so nice. how'd it go? It was good. Yeah? He walks really fast, though. 
She does. That's funny. Typical woman walks faster than the men. (laughs) Jonathan, who is not a dog, but as people probably know, my husband, like, he has trouble keeping up with me. (laughs) Like in crowds and stuff. Because, you know, I'm a darter and a weaver. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good times. Good times. Yeah, it's just everything's a little crazy, but you're right, Riss. I mean, January did kind of fly by, which I'll personally say, I always feel like it does. So this is yeah. not me. For whatever reason, January just always, I blink, I'm like, oh, there's a month, it's gone. Yeah, and I feel like I also, it's just kind of funny. A lot of people hate January because I guess it's like, you know, the weather gets cold and it's kind of, it's darker out and it's, you know, it's overcast or whatever. But I, I like January because I tend to get more done and I guess it's because I'm home more. Mm. Yeah, yeah you're know, inside more. With COVID, you know, whatever. But still, I think generally speak, traditionally speaking, I get more stuff done in January than any other mm. month because I'm home more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess we can't have a, you know, podcast episode in this day and age where we don't at least mention a little bit about COVID. It's not going as well as we would like, but MB's mom has been fully vaccinated now. So that's super exciting. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's, your mom may be the only person I am friends with that I know of who has been completely vaccinated. We know we have a couple of friends, all of us in Hawaii, who told us they were able to get their first round of shots just by sheer luck where a brother-in-law was a retired police officer and called them and said, hey, this location has 30 shots from no-shows. And once you dethaw them, you know, you have to use them or throw them out. And so they were able to get their first shot. So that's great. I'm really happy for them. Um, I actually have a funny little story. I was taking some mail to my new mailbox here in Florida today, and I bumped into a neighbor with a dog named Penny. (laughs) And so I was chatting with her and, um, you know, she's older than us. I don't know by how much, but her um, husband who is 80. So I feel like he must be a lot older than her because she didn't look anywhere near that old. um, Said She said she was able to get him a shot appointment um and you know we're here in lakewood ranch and she said they're driving to Cocoa beach to get his shot so i'm gonna i have you know i don't know florida geography so okay wow it's completely on the so where i am living now or moving to is on the gulf coast okay so Cocoa beach is clear across the state on the Atlantic side. So she they're driving 170 miles in almost three hours to get his shot. So I guess two things to note about getting this shot. You have to, you don't have to be in the same county to get it, but you do have to be in the same state because some people are leaving their state to try and get it and they're being turned away. Because Which makes want- sense to me. Yeah, Somebody I agree. said to me they thought you could get it somewhere else, even if you weren't a resident. And I was thinking, I don't see how that makes sense, but because I figured you'd have to show ID right. to right. get the I, shot. So what makes you think you were just going to pull right in and get under the radar? <laughs> Although having said that, so when I was talking, I forgot when I was mentioning my neighbor that I was talking to as well, 
she's like, oh yeah, did you hear about what happened in Oregon? And I was like, no. Yeah, I did hear about what happened in Oregon. Yeah. All right. So tell the listeners what you know about that. They were stopped in a snowstorm. Oh, yeah. yes. Okay. And then what happened? They had shots that were going to expire, so they decided to give those shots to the people stranded by the snowstorm. I know. Isn't that amazing? They said, she said that they were just going up and knocking on people's car windows who were stuck in the snowstorm and were like, hey, you want the shot? Give us your arm. So, <laughs> now that would be a way to get it in a state if you weren't from there. <laughs> Just right. passing through. Okay, I have one now the, the question is has to be asked: Can they get the second shot? Like, and how do they? I know. Yes, yeah, so you have to drive back to that exact spot on the road and hold your arm out in twenty-one or twenty-eight days. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but you know, my parents up in Massachusetts who are in their early seventies, they ha can't get vaccine appointments yet because I guess Massachusetts, if you're in an age group with no other, you know issues um or status you have to be 75 and older so my parents haven't gotten appointments to get their shots my in-laws who are in southern california who are you know almost 89 and wow. 83 respectively do not have their appointments yet they're having trouble getting appointments huh. um i'm trying to think of who else i know yeah, no, my parents haven't been able to get one either, and my business partner hasn't been, uh, and they're all qualified age-wise, and mm -hmm. uh, they just haven't been able to, so I don't know. I know, so here we are. It's almost the end of January. Um, you know, I do think I read somewhere, you know, so the previous administration said that they were going to distribute 100 million shots, which they obviously did not do before the tenure of that horrible administration was up. And so now Biden has said, you know, he wants to back, do a hundred million shots or in possibly a hundred million people in the first hundred days between now and April. And the thing is, you know, apparently we have the supply to make that happen. And that isn't even um, necessarily an ambitious goal. That's setting the bar pretty low, but the supply chain, I mean, this is ridiculous how pathetic this entire organization countrywide is like, you should yeah. not, I mean, I'm sorry, if I, I, then you need to have a waiting list or something. If people aren't showing up for their appointments and you've already dethought something, then you better yeah. have people on standby to call. Right. I mean, it's just, I'm like, I'm wondering now how many vaccines are going to waste because of that. Yeah. And then think about it. Now I'm going deep into the rabbit hole, people. What if the anti-vaxxers are making appointments and then not showing up because they want the vaccine to go to waste? That's a rabbit hole, but not entirely out of the scope of crazy things that could happen. That I know. Think about all these people who are like deep state, QAnon, stick it to the man. We don't want the Biden administration to succeed. Right. We don't believe COVID is a thing anyway. Well, the only good news is I would say that, you know, just like these people gave out those shots to those people stranded in that snowstorm, I would like to think, and our friend who happened to get a dose just because mm -hmm. he's there, I'd like to think that more of that is in the process of happening. We just might not hear about it. Yes, uh, I agree. I'm sure that they don't report that every five seconds, but if that's true, then I'd like to think that these first responders are like, hey, we got to get these and they're making phone calls. Let's, yeah. let's come out to people. 
So I hope so. Well, and if Congress can pass the new COVID relief bill, it's going to have money for the states in it, which previous relief packages did not. And then hopefully, you know, you can hire some people to be making those calls and maybe, you know, even teaching some of the people how to administer the shots and stuff. Right. So, oh my goodness. So yes, so January, January leads us into February, often the best month of the year when Tom Brady is in the Super Bowl, baby. Oh yeah. Don't even say anything. I have to say one thing first before you start raining on my parade. I'm not saying anything. Okay. All right. So a friend of mine, she um, shared this article with me this morning. She texted it to me and it's from the ringer and it's entitled Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes is Super Bowl mythology in the making. And the tagline, I don't like it, but I'll read it anyway, <laughs> is, well, I like part of it, but not all of it. The greatest quarterback of all time is set to face off with the greatest quarterback on the planet. The result could echo throughout NFL history by Danny, either Heffetz or Heifetz, January 25th, 2021, 11.45 a.m. Anyway, in the, I'm not going to read this whole article clearly, but in the article, it's funny, there's this guy, a tweet from um, somebody named Jeff Howe. H-O-W-E, and I apologize, I have no idea what his relevance is in the world, and I don't see it here easily accessible to me in the article, but this is his tweet. Tom Brady will play in his 10th Super Bowl in 19 seasons as a full-time starter. Brady has been more likely to play in a Super Bowl, 52.6%, than Michael Jordan was to hit a shot, 49.7%. Go Tom, greatest of all time ever across every single sport ever known to man. Woo-hoo! Yeah, should, you know what? I'm just looking forward to a good Super Bowl. Me too. Because, you know, no one's going to get blown out. You know well, what I'm saying? Like, usually Super Bowls happen, and it's like, you know who's going. It's like, let's say the Patriots is playing. You're like, oh, crap. They're just going to win. It's like, like, at least if the, the Tampa Bay wins, it's not going to be by 30 points. It's going to be I a good game. the spread is three. Right. Or three points something with the Chiefs being favored, of course. Um, but the interesting thing is the last Super Bowl that Tom played in and won, um, the score was 13 to three. <laughs> was it? It was like the lowest scoring Super Bowl in history. Who did they play against? They played the Rams. And Sean McVay, who coaches the Rams, I mean, it was so pathetic. After the game, you know, he's like, I got outcoached. And so that's really what is going to be interesting here because um, Andy Reid is a better coach. Andy Reid, the head coach of the Chiefs, is a better coach than Bruce Arians. So I just don't know. And, you know, the Buccaneers, I – so – I'm beyond delighted that Tom is in this Super Bowl. This was my hope for him this season. First season with a new team, take him to the Super Bowl. I wasn't having any expectation that they would win the Super Bowl. You know, part of it would depend on who their opponent was. And unfortunately, Kansas City is just like probably the worst opponent to have. Now, having said that, the Buccaneers beat the Saints and the Packers to get to the Super Bowl. That's true. Like not shabby team. I wonder how um, Belichick is feeling right now. Yeah. I was listening to a sports podcast at the gym the other day, and uh, they were speculating about that. 
because it's like, oh, is Belichick now going to be worried about his legacy? And does he have to make it back to a Super Bowl in the next couple of seasons? Or is everybody going to be like, see, it was just Brady. And my thinking is Belichick doesn't care about any of that. Every year he tries to put together the best team he can. And the Patriots need to get better at drafting players. They suck at drafting players. They excel at finding, you know, lower, like, guys who have been in the league a bit and uh, will take less money and they bring them into the system and, you know, they work well, but the Patriots stink at the draft and uh, hopefully by next season, I mean, the Patriots did lose the most players to the COVID opt out. So, but I don't know what they're going to do about quarterback because there's no way they're bringing back Cam Newton. He had a one-year contract. Cam Newton is done in the NFL. In my opinion, he can't throw the football unfortunately for him that's crazy to me he just lost it somewhere along the way I mean but he was awful this year he was good like in game two and I think that was unacceptable in like games one and three now I don't know I mean honestly after because he had COVID and once he came back from that he was worse than he was before so I don't know if there's some longer term effects he's suffering that could have done that but this season, they're going to be a ton of, uh, I mean, Deshaun Watson with the Texans yeah. traded. Jonathan was saying he wants to go to the Jets. I was like, well, he posted a picture of himself in a Falcons jacket on Instagram. <laughs> um, who, who else, MB? Do you know who else? There's other quarterbacks. I heard maybe Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be on the market again. Um, well, you know, a couple of people from the Cowboys are free agents. And one of them being uh, our Dak Prescott is about to become a free agent. Oh, is he? Okay. So, but they're, they're saying there's no reason for him to leave the Cowboys. So Unless he wants to go to a team that wins. Right. <laughs> right. It's not this. Hey, listen, that team was losing because he wasn't there. That's all. But so. What about all the previous seasons when they've been losing he and he is there? He didn't have bad seasons. He just didn't take them to the Super Bowl, but he didn't have bad seasons. They weren't ever, yeah. they didn't ever finish below 500? No. Really? Yeah, look it up. I don't think so. Oh, look it up. Cowboys record. But I think there's some other ones. Um, well, Drew Brees, of course, we're waiting to see if he's going to retire. Um, I think. And you know what? The- I really like him. Yeah. There's no reason not to. I just like the Saints. I mean, I'm not there. Ba- I'm, I'm not a fan of the Saints, but I do like them. I just yeah. wish that, you know, when you live in a state where they have a football team, you want your football team to win. And I just know it's beyond my, I don't grasp why the Falcons suck so much. They get, they have talent, they play well, and then they blow it. It's like, how do yeah. you, how do you blow it in the fourth quarter with, you know, you're up like two touchdowns and it's down to the two minute whatever and you can't even win. Like This is what I'm going to tell you. It's called the Patriots curse. They lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl, so they're done as a team. Yeah, it must be. I don't think there's, I think you're right. That could very well be because they, I don't, I just, but they do it every single game. I know. All right. So let's see. I've got the Cowboys regular season record here. So let's see. All right, last year they were eight and eight. So, you know, average. They didn't make the playoffs. 2018, they were 10 and six and they lost in the divisional playoffs. 2017, nine and seven. They had a good season in 2016, 13 and three, and then lost in the divisional playoffs. 
I mean, That's here's when the thing. Dak Prescott came on. And when did Dak start? He's that year, the 13 and three. Oh, really? So he wasn't there for the 2015 four and 12 season. No. Okay. Um, this is super interesting. All right. The, <laughs> This is super interesting. The Dallas Cowboys haven't made it to a conference game since they won the Super Bowl in 1995 when Barry Switzer was the coach. Or Schweitzer. Oh, Barry Switzer. Hmm. All right. Well, anyway, yes, the hot topic is Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are in the Super Bowl on Sunday, February 7th, Super Bowl 55. May they win. May the force be with them. <laughs> yes. They have Tom Brady. Give me a break. They have Tom I did love Brady. it, though. They had Tom Brady. I did love it, though, Marissa, when uh, Chris said to you, I think it was the Saints game you were watching, and Chris was like, why are you watching this? Tom Brady's always going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like, know he's going to win. He's like, why are you worried? Why are you even worried? I'm like, I'm not worried. It's just watching the game. I want to see how well they do because the Saints are a good team. And he's like, you know he's gonna win. I'm like, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, anything could happen. It is football. And he's like, come on. And then we were watching uh, against the uh, Green Bay, and he was like, he did the same thing. He goes, you know they're gonna win. I'm like, but this is Green Bay. I mean, come on, right. Rodgers and but 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 he's like, he's gonna win. He's going to be in the Super Bowl. It's going to be fine. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what we'll need? Well, I will need during the Super Bowl is some alcohol. So, Riss, give us give us the wine update. Well, What's going on okay. in the wine I, world? I don't have, okay, so um, I have, here's the thing. I haven't really been able to drink. Because I'm having a procedure done on Tuesday that prevents me from doing so. So my last drink was Friday, but I think I already reviewed that particular wine that we had discussed last time, which was uh, give us a bottle. Um, it was it's a uh, uh, got a Gertzelliner. I can't say it anyway. Gertzelliner. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Oh, my and internet was, connection is unstable. Oh no! I'm sorry. It was a Riesling. It was a Riesling. And um, that was a good wine, but I haven't had anything since. Uh, but I did have a wine tasting a couple of weeks ago. Um, we did it via Zoom. And I think there were, minus Jerry and I, there were three, I think six people um, on the other end of things. And it was a really good wine tasting. We did it in about an hour and a half, almost two hours. Um, it was lots of fun. I, th I didn't know how it would work out or whatever, but it really just ran the same way as our normal wine tastings outside of the fact that we weren't pouring. So the cool thing right. was, you know, we said at the beginning, since we're not pouring, we're not, we usually we pour one to two ounces and that's so you don't get drunk while we're talking. <laughs> uh, but since you're home, you're going to have to self, uh, modulate everything as you go because you definitely don't want to be too wasted by the time we're like an hour in and they got a kick out of that but they started to understand we're like you can always have more but just remember we're going to go to the next wine and you're going to still be on the first so right and they, and that was perfectly fine they understood um and it went well i thought it was a good wine tasting i thought it was lots of fun lots of fun 
Cool. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any wine updates myself. I was drinking, um, and we've had this one before, the Famille Bougrière, Bouvray, the one that has the big sparkly V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the middle. But I think I like this other, I think it's a Vouvray better. It's like Barton and Goustier. And I think right. I like that one better, personally. Um, yeah, we had some pretty- yes, down uh, here in Florida. We had some, do you have a good, like like a, a total wine near you? What do you have? We do have a total wine, yeah. Is that where you went or Nearby. No? Um, yes, this is some, this was purchased during the New Year's Eve run. Okay. To get, you know, booze and champagne and whatnot to bring in 2021. But, nice. um, yeah, so I don't know. I will see what I segue to next, but, uh. Well, I, I do know. like the one Riesling and I would like for you to try it. So the next time I'm at TJ's, I'll pick you up a bottle and let you try it. Awesome. Yeah, because my closest local TJ's down here is like probably a 25-minute drive, which is insane. And you have to call up and find out if they even sell wine because some of them don't. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, trust me, when I thought it was moving to Philly, that's the first thing I did. Oh my God. I kind of remember that actually. And I found uh, Trader Joe's that sold wine was 45 minutes away. And I said, well, I can make that work if I bring home two cases of wine. <laughs> that's so funny. What, um, what is the latest on the Philly move? Well, they're still talking about now September that they'll start moving people in. However, um, it won't be to full capacity. They've already dropped the leases on a handful of buildings up there. And the buildings that they are going to use have to all be retrofitted to accommodate COVID. So it's like, you oh. probably, I don't know how they're going to make it work. I don't, so let, let's just say you had an office. It might hmm. be that you share that office with somebody else who comes in once, twice a week and you share or the cubicle space might wind up working out like that. Um, so my, Chris's thought is, why would I move up there if I'm only gonna be in the office two days a week? Just yeah. So he's, you know, he's gonna feel it out. Like I said, we have to know, we want to know by June. And September's just- Yeah, we talked so about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, got in school. Huh? What? Ronnie's house is under contract. Oh, good, good. Uh, another person mo who's moved, yeah. Yeah, uh, but you know, Moving and shaking. we need to know ahead of time, especially since I know we've taken on something else. And since um, August has made a, a real effort to drive every day, He's, we have been taking Michael to school, to and from school every day. So I have to be able to tell Michael if he's getting a ride to school. That's right, exactly. Be like, sorry, we're in Philly. Yeah, although he's going to be graduated from high school this year, so it's not going to matter. That's true. All right, hang on. This seems like a good time to segue to MB's Corner. Yes, yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, and, and by the way, it's been a pleasure driving him every day. 
Oh, that's awesome. I mean, All I right. think so. How, how do you think, MD? Do you think it's been good? I like it. Okay, good. Two thumbs <laughs> I up. I give it a 10. <laughs> nice. That's high praise. Although a I 10. do feel 10 bad. on the MD scale. Nice. <laughs> I, do, I do feel bad. I have to tell him to be quiet sometimes because August is like, you know, coming to an intersection or the, the uh, roundabouts. And those, those are scary for everybody, even if you're a good driver, right? So, yeah. like, Michael, you're going to have to be, you know, take it down a notch. And he'll be like, okay. And then after we get through it, he'll come out and say, can I, can I talk now? <laughs> <laughs> and now he can. Now he can, yes. Yay. <laughs> In MV's Corner, I'm here to talk to you about high school, sports, and much more. From a Walk in the Park podcast, I'm your host, Michael Baxter. Oops. Yeah, it's recording. Hello. Hello. How is it going? What do you have for us, MB? Red, it's been in the news lately regarding the whole GameStop and AMC. There's this group on Reddit. Okay. That's been, that's been making bets on the GameStop stock. That's been making it go down. Ooh. So, so Reddit is an app, correct? Yes. Okay. That yes. Serena's husband so, founded, right? Who? Yes. Alexis Ahanian, wasn't he the founder of Reddit? Gotcha. Cool. Okay. But this isn't, this is where it gets interesting. I, and I don't want to interrupt you, MB, but the hedge funds were shorting it. Yes. So, so what does that, um, just, I don't even know enough about how that works um it's just a, a a fancy way of saying they're they they were saying bet against it because it's not worth anything and here come along these users who are like uh well i'm since it's so cheap i'm just gonna buy into it anyway so right. they just kept buying more and more driving the stock up and the hedge funds were losing money gotcha so yeah i'll leave it there you got i can discuss more but well, I was going to ask MB, how did this come on your radar? How did you find out about this? I've been, I've been following the news lately regarding it. Okay. Right, and what about, what, about this, what about this story interested you? What caught your eye over other, other stories? Besides the Reddit one? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, do you... Um, was it interesting to you because you're familiar with GameStop and AMC? Yeah. Okay. Um, are you on, do you use Reddit or did you just, how'd you come across the story first? My friend texted me the article. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Um, so was this friend, um, also somebody 
who follows the news as rigorously as you do? Or yeah. is this, okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I hadn't heard anything about it personally, but uh, what were you gonna, you, you said you had some more information, Marissa. What, what else did you have about well, this? The irony is that, well, there's a couple of points to make. What I find interesting is that the hedge funds and the powers that be, you know, the one percenters who run the banks and, and the hedge funds and the stock market, they're all upset that this should have never happened. That, that We should have been outsmarted by the plebes, by the 99%. Thank you. That is what's been happening. And now it's hysterical. You should hear all the nonsense taking place on the news because all these people are getting on even places like cnn these people who run the hedge oh how you know this is this should have never happened and we have to put things in place to stop this from happening and this is going to cause a crash now the second point i want to make is that after the 1929 uh stock market crash no one changed the rules like not, nothing changed. And then there was another crash in, I think, 1989, which wasn't as bad as the- 87. 87. Black, Black Friday in 80, October something. Right. 1987, was, yeah. Yes, and there was a similar situation, but the SEC and the government never changed the rules. Now it's happening again. And it's like, what are you, what? Right, when are you gonna learn? When are you going to learn that you shouldn't be making these types of bets to begin with? Like right. you're you're driving the market, and you're mad that somebody got in on it and they're making money that you thought you'd be making. So it's just very hypocritical, in my opinion. Well, interesting that you should say that. I did a quick Google search, and the first source I came up with happened to be the Philadelphia Inquirer. <laughs> And I'm looking at this story and this just made me, when you were talking about, you know, everybody's going over the top and anyway, it's this article that says, GameStop AMC shares surge after Reddit users lead chaotic revolt against big Wall Street funds. Okay, so that's kind of the interesting angle here that the Reddit users got together to, um, okay. So. I think they were also using another app called Robinhood, which I just love the yes. name of the app. <laughs> So this Philadelphia Inquirer article, and we've lost MB in MB's corner. He's going to try to connect back here. Um, <laughs> so it says, uh, right, this was a good quote from a quote. This is a flash mob with money. End quote, said Peter Atwater, an adjunct lecturer of economics at the College of William and Mary. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's just hypocritical. It's like these people who have, who know how to make money, they've been making it, they know what they're doing. They're in the market and the long come these, these it's because some of them are just flat out kids, not like kids, like 18. They're just right. be a certain, I don't even know how old you have to be. To, I apologize for that. That's That's fine. Okay. We were just finishing up the Reddit G GameStop AMC scandal story, and then we'll move on to uh, something that I want you to talk about, MB. Uh, I'll just say this. The article that I was talking about in the Philadelphia Inquirer also says, 
Newly confirmed Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and the rest of the Biden administration's economic team are monitoring the matter, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki told reporters at a midday briefing, which this article was written January 27th. The situation is, quote, a good reminder that, quote, the stock market is not the only measure of health for our economy. And Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said he didn't want to comment, quote, on a particular company or day's market activity. It's just not really something I would typically comment on. Dun, dun, dun. Well, because they, what are they going to say? They're, you I know. know. It's, a, it's a Biden administration. They're for the people. They're not going to go against that. <laughs> of yeah. course they want. I don't know what happened on my end. Yeah, I know. We That's dropped okay. you there for a minute. But yeah, they're calling it an apparent army of retail investors against seasoned traders. Yep. Or one for the retail. Square one for the retail investors. Uh, speaking, speaking of retail, MB, I heard maybe you're going to get a job soon. Talk to us about that. So this past week, when Marissa, this past week, when August and Marissa were taking me to school, Marissa came to me with this proposition of working at Starbucks. Nice. All right. Tell They're me more. Opening up a, a Starbucks right there where those all those new buildings are going on in that immediate area. Um, there, what, there's a little Starbucks tucked away in there right off the main road going towards where, the school. So where is it relative to... If you're driving on the road to our high school, it's on that road. But so is that Crabapple the, Road? Or the... Yeah. the I didn't want to say it on on the air, but I would say yeah, it's like, I did. It's like yeah, it's it's literally um, right on that main road. It's actually right next to a roundabout. Okay, so are they hiring now? I don't know, not it's yet. Not, They're building it. It's not open yet. Not open. Okay. Well, what about any other um, any other avenues you're exploring for a way to make money? My mom wants me to work at Kroger Public. Personally, favor that. You're laughing, but when I was in high school, I worked at a chain called Stop and Shop nice. up in Massachusetts, and I started out as a bagger and then eventually moved up to cashier. It was a good first job. That was my. I'd rather, work, I'd rather work at Starbucks. Oh. Well, remember, Starbucks is more complicated too like you have to learn how to make the drinks you have to learn how to take the orders um you have to deal with people getting mad at you that their order's wrong sure. i don't know i think starbucks seems a little crazier to me as a first job i think Publix or kroger would be easier that's true that might be personally a good start. if you wanted to start there and then if you got the hang of it and then you wanted to you know do something different starbucks would be the next level so start off where you know you, your hours are going to be pretty regular and the job might be a little bit easier and yeah. i feel like Publix or kroger are always hiring in some yeah. capacity it seems and think about it you could walk to kroger yeah, yeah. or Publix. i mean Publix isn't yeah. that far that's true out the i rather i rather stock shelves that yeah you like could do that too job. Well, see, and you can do that at Publix or Kroger. You can't do that at Starbucks. No stock, sh shelf stocking there. True. 
One of my favorite parts of working at the grocery store, and I didn't get to do it that often, which made me bitter, was actually collecting the carts in the parking lot. <laughs> That's a good job. You could, you could do that now. You could get your steps in. I could. I wanted to be, yeah. I know. I need to get my steps in. I've only, I'm only at 539 move calories and nine hours of standing. I've, I've, been, I've been slacking on my exercise today. Mm, MB, well, what are you going to do when we wrap up this podcast? Exercise? I'm going to go for a walk. A no, I'm going to go for a walk. You should go for a walk, then take a nap. Or take a nap and then go for a walk. MB, you're not, you're not struggling today. You probably slept in. Now, you know what? You should go for a walk now. Don't take a nap. I already did my exercise yesterday. I played tennis and then I walked the dog. But then what about today? I walked a little bit. <laughs> Remember, today is Saturday. Tomorrow is the day of rest, Sunday. You could walk gonna, up to the... I usually go walking on Sunday. Okay. okay. Well, you, but you can't go tomorrow because it's going to be raining all day. I'll bring oh, an umbrella. All right. All right. <laughs> I like that. I like that attitude. All right. So in MB's corner, we've got scandals. We've got job what? Until I dropped off the call. That's oh, right. But, that's all right. But that's okay. You're back now. Anything else to wrap up in MB's corner? No. All right. Then I think we are good to go, people. We will sign off. All Bye right. for now. Bye, everyone. Have a great week.